Good morning, Sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, Sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. What are you thinking today? Well, today I have a lot of stuff going through my head. Okay, maybe not a lot of stuff, but I do have a couple ideas going through my head. When I first woke up this morning, for whatever reason, I was thinking about the gift of the Magi. You guys know that? It's a short story by O. Henry. It was released like in 1905, I think. I used to hear it every Christmas. The on I lived in New Orleans and on Channel 4, at the end of the news, this guy, I can't remember the guy's name now, would, you know, give a little story or, you know, something that just kind of relates to where we are. Um, I'm going to have to look it up and see who that was and exactly what that was about. But anyway, at Christmas time every year, he would share the story of the gift of the Magi. And he would, you know, give his synopsis of it. Like I said, it's a short story written by O. Henry in 1905. And it was about, the gist of it was, this young couple, husband and wife, are, you know, living on minimal means, and it's Christmas time. And they each want to buy the other the perfect gift, but they don't really have the money. So they have two things that they pride that they of their possessions. And the husband has a pocket watch that belonged to his dad and to his grandfather. And he loved his pocket watch. And the wife had long, beautiful hair. And she just adored her hair. In the book, it even mentions that, you know, if the queen, well, in a story, if the queen of Sheba actually lived across the hall, that the wife would let her hair out of the window to dry because she felt like even a queen of Sheba with all that she had would be envious of her hair. And the guy, you know, the same thing about his watch, you know, he thought didn't matter who it was that this watch deserved being pulled out of the pocket so other people could see it. So as I said, Christmas time came along and they wanted to buy a gift for one another, but neither of them had the money to buy the perfect gift. So they go out and the wife finds this shop that buys hair. So she goes in and she cuts her hair and she gets money to go out and buy the gift for her husband. What she finds for her husband is this chain to attach to his pocket watch. And she feels it's the perfect gift. So she gets it. She's very excited. So the husband gets a gift. And he comes home. And it's they're exchanging gifts. It's the night before Christmas. They're exchanging gifts. But she has taken and combed and did her hair up. And she's hoping that her husband isn't upset with her because her hair is gone. So... You know, he looks at her and he's really stunned and it's, you know, like he's in shock and he doesn't really say anything. So she's like, don't you still love me? I'm the same person. This hair will grow back. And 
Then he comes to himself and then he hands her the gift that he had bought for her. And in her package was these combs and it said it was these turquoise combs that she had been admiring in a window for a long time that would go in her long beautiful hair. Well now she doesn't have the hair but he's so she now gives him her gift, which is the chain. And he just sort of sits on the sofa and um, he goes on to tell her that he sold his watch to buy her the combs. And she cut her hair to buy him the chain. So this morning, my first thought was, you know, are we willing to give our very best for those that we love? And then it led me as I'm thinking and praying and you know, seeking God and you know what is he saying to me? It led me to comparison. Now I know that story isn't about comparison, but where I landed was, are we willing to give our very best to those we love. And then it was rem it reminded me of when we're not willing to give our very best, but then we're jealous about when other people give their best. So again, like I said, my mind was thinking in a lot of different directions and it made me think about social media and how we get on social media and people present their best self. They don't give you all the mess and the junk and everything that gets them to where they are. They just present, they present their best self. And then others see that and then they compare themselves to it. You know, perhaps this is a classmate and look what they're doing and they're able to do this and I'm still here. Or perhaps it's a friend or a neighbor or a relative and we're thinking, you know, I'm still here. And it doesn't just have to be on social media because we do it in real life. You know, we see a house someone bought, perhaps, and instead of being happy for what God has done for them in their lives, I'm jealous because I feel like, why I didn't get that? Or I've done okay, or I should be doing something like that. So we compare, and comparison leads us down a rabbit hole of sin. I think about the very first murder in the Bible where Cain kills his brother Abel and he kills his brother because they both offer sacrifices unto God and um, Cain brings his sacrifice and he's a farmer so he just brings some of his his crop it didn't say he brought his best. He just brought some of his crop. But then it tells us that Abel, he with cattle and he brings the best, the fattest of his first, first fruit to God and said, God is pleased with Abel's sacrifice, but not pleased with Cain's. And then Cain now is mad and he's upset about it. Genesis 4 and verse 6, verse 6, it says, well, the verse before that, verse 5, it says, but 
on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. And then verse 6 says, Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? 7. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So that comparison opens the door to all sorts of sin. Depression sets in, envy, jealousy, all these things, covetousness, all of these things crouch in because of comparison. And then it leads to all sorts of things. In the scripture with Cain and Abel, he killed his brother. And his brother hadn't done anything. God said, if you just do the right thing, will it not be accepted? Why are you worried about what somebody else does? We have to remember that we were created uniquely different. So we're not supposed to have or do or be just as someone else is. We are to have what God has for us. We are to do what God calls us to do. We are to be who he has created us to be. And that will look different from person to person. It doesn't make them better, you better, or any of that. All it means is that we need all of that to make it happen. And I think... The better advice, instead of being angry and jealous or envious of what somebody else has, in Galatians 6, it tells us, in verse 4, it says, Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. What if we did that? What if instead of worrying and comparing myself to someone else, I did the very best that I could? I did and gave my best. Would God not accept my best? But how often do we not give our best? I mean, just in simple things. You know, I like to connect things to things that I can understand, like to real life. You know, why not connect? So the thing I say I struggle with the most is I battle with my weight, you know, and making healthy choices, whether it's what I eat or whether it's getting up and moving. But, you know, I struggle with that. And what if I just gave God my best? Like, this is a body that he's given to me, so I treat this body right. To the best of my ability, making healthy choices with the food that I eat, with getting up and moving more. If I did that for my body, me making those healthy choices as unto God, then I don't have to, when somebody is doing well or has taken up maybe an exercise routine or has started to eat healthier, I don't have to feel any kind of way when I choose to not make those healthy choices. That I need to not compare and feel sad or guilty about what 
I'm doing compared to what somebody else is doing. I need to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And when I do that, you know, I also think that, you know, it's part of the reason why we can't rejoice when people rejoice. Like when somebody has something great that happens in their life, regardless of what it is, we often find ourselves unable to rejoice with them because we're comparing what they have to what we do or do not have. I want to encourage you today to not compare. I want to encourage you to do what you are called to do and know that it will be accepted. Remember verse 7 in Genesis 4. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So do what is right. Because when we don't, we open the door for sin. And remember in um, Galatians 6 and 4, each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparison, without comparing themselves to someone else. So my encouragement today is to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. (laughs) Does that sound familiar? Don't compare. Only look within yourself. And if you are giving it your best, I believe that God is pleased with that. That's what he's asking for us. He's not asking you to be anybody other than who he has created you to be. All right, guys, I want you to have a fantastic day. Tell me what you think about that. Tell me, is comparison an issue for you? Tell me, how do you deal with it? I'd love to hear. Remember, you can always go to the website, www.mymorningthought.com. Send me an email, barbara at mymorningthought.com. Go to the Facebook page, mymorningthought.com. Call me, text me. You see me, tell me about it. I'd love to hear. Have a fantastic day, guys. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And don't forget, I want to know yours. So leave me a note. And until we meet again, do the right thing. Because it's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.